Welcome back to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Allman. And I'm Gabriel Serra. And today's podcast is about reclaiming our creativity to unleash our purpose. Elegance, refinement, money, jewels, big houses, plastic surgery, fancy cars, extravagant traveling, designer clothing, private jets, etc. How many Instagram followers do you have? What do you do for a living? How much have you accomplished? The list goes on and on. Celebrity gossip, addictive television programs, hijacking your dopamine and adrenaline response. Addiction to drugs, sex and alcohol. Manipulation, abuse, suppression, domination. Do I need to go on? This is the world that is being currently created and influenced by people in power. This is what people are hyper-focused on. Now, I am not judging. I'm simply being guided to showcase this to you and reframe it this week. The wisdom of your body. Our bodies are sacred generators of light, wisdom and ancient information. They're also record keepers, recording every single experience you have ever had and will have. This is biogenetics, bioenergetics. Your thoughts, energy field and body are transmitting a signal that broadcasts a specific frequency based on your beliefs and previous experiences. We have all that we need within us to live our most abundant life. But we are constantly manipulated to believe that happiness comes from a change in our material world or external circumstances. This is the money pit. This is an empty hole that will not generate true sustainable health and holistic abundance. We have a current population of 8 billion people on earth. How many of these people do you think are valuing their voice, their presence, their spiritual gifts, their uniqueness and brilliance? How many of these people do you think are living out their full potential and accessing higher levels of creativity? In our global culture and society, it is follow the leader, copycat tactics, etc. Quote, unquote, if you want success, follow this script. Get the house, the job, get married, have kids, yada, yada, yada. Well, that isn't even holding up. The divorce rate on our planet is high. People can't commit, struggle with infidelity, conflict, arguing finances, etc. An estimated 31% of first marriages end in divorce. That number goes up to 60% for second marriages and 73% for third marriages. Divine intervention. The planet is undergoing a divine intervention right now. Yes, we are going through a collective revamp. This is why you're feeling it in your personal life right now. You're being given the opportunity to be a leader of light of compassion, of abundance, and true wealth consciousness in your own life. This comes down to your choices and you breaking the cycle in your own personal lives. Now people are quick to invest in that trip, new car, outfit, Botox, clothes, furniture, etc. But when it comes to their personal and spiritual growth, they panic. Is it worth it? Am I worth it? Will this work? This July energy is inviting us to balance our spiritual and material worlds by becoming the leader of our own lives. The new outfit, the new car, the new house or the dining room is not going to fulfill you on a soul level. 
but your ability to love, to trust, to exude compassion and forgive are the keys to true wealth. This is the time to start coming together in community to craft sacred spaces that hold emotional support and help you shine in your unique essence and your spiritual gifts. You were placed on this earth as a spiritual being that was ready to have a human experience. You were encoded with a unique soul song and melody that is meant to radiate from your being. You are a lighthouse. When you allow yourself to fully shine, you give the universe permission to give you all the abundance that you desire. Say that again. You are the lighthouse. When you allow yourself to fully shine, you give the universe permission to give you the abundance you desire. You will attract the right people, circumstances and things. When you choose to purchase and adorn yourself with the material things, it is not to fill an empty space and void. You are now using your abundance to create an external aesthetic environment that showcases the beauty and abundance within you. This is the balance. This is the dance. Today I invite you to write a letter to your mom and dad. You don't have to give it to them and they don't have to be alive. You're just going to pour your heart into the paper and say what you want to say on a soul level. Receive the lessons for your spending or lack of spending patterns. Receive the lessons around any anger, rage and judgment. Receive the lessons in patterns of worth, confidence and truth. Receive lessons in infidelity, betrayal and divorce. Let your voice be expressed through the pen, grazing the paper. Claim your leadership role. After you reflect on writing, breathe in deep and decide what legacy you want to leave behind. What example and life do you want to lead? We're not here to pass judgment and criticize all the ways our world is falling apart. We are here to create a new, higher order, a new way of living. It is going to take you being a pioneer in your brilliance and breaking the cycle of victimhood. Your emotional intelligence, your personal growth and spiritual gifts are your foundational keys for your best life. Don't give up. You're worthy of all you desire. Believe in yourself. Who wrote that? Nicole Mantilla, who is the founder of Vibratory Alchemy. Hey, by the way, I know you're listening to this podcast because you know you have a big purpose, but you may need support fulfilling what you came here to do. That's why we invite you to join the lifepurpose.com support community. Just click on the link in the description or go to lifepurpose.com to check it out. And now back to the episode. I strongly feel the truth. Me living and expressing my divine creativity and finding an outlet with it is the key and the gateway to my most abundant life. I feel that truth in every cell of my being. And finding a way to be of service with your creativity. And committing your life to your creativity. Committing your time to your creativity. And mastering it. But I believe if when people cannot tap into their creativity or they feel blocked in their creativity, that's when their life can get easily destructive. And then people numb themselves but what is creativity? Creativity is a free-flowing energy. It's a free-flowing, abundant energy in, through, and around you. And when you can be in your fullest creative expression, you are also in your fullest energy potential. It's you being in your highest current 
that equals currency and wealth. And when you can tap into a higher creativity, like I was reading earlier about we are being invited, humanity is being invited to tap into a higher level of creativity, a divine creativity. And with that, you're accessing higher quotients of energy that can flow through you, a higher current of energy. Part of the last gem of message that we received was two things. Expand and grow the energy signature that is far greater and more powerful than the illusions in the outer world. And the second was grow and expand your energy signature of full creative expression and full creative, full creative control over what we're doing. And that's why we're having our own site, lifepurpose.com, because we knew, we knew that we need and we choose to have full creative control with what we put out there. And that's exactly what happens on the other side of trauma. When you go through your trauma, when you transmute the fear, the shame and the guilt, what's on the other side? It's your creativity. It's your true creative life force energy, unlimited creative, creative energy that can flow in through and around you. And you can work with that and create with that and manifest your true purpose with that. But it's the fear, it's the, the blame, the guilt, the shame, the, the ancestral traumas that are blocking that creative flow. But once humanity has transmuted and these more dense energies, they collectively can access divine creativity and manifest a higher collective purpose on the planet. But that requires humanity as a whole or as a collective to face their trauma, to clear their trauma and to come out on the other side, to tap into that creative, abundant energy. And that is very important to know if we're when we're going to work with people and to serve people to know that in order to get them from where they are they may feel stuck in their life or blocked how do we get them to truly unleash their purpose we have to get them to the other side of fear shame and guilt and trauma and that's all that we need to do we can guide them to the other side and then their purpose and their creative um, flow will naturally reveal their purpose to them. But like you were saying about someone's creative potential, what stops their creative potential? I think when we're born, we have all the creativity. We know how to play. We know how to laugh, have fun, imagine, daydream. But then somewhere along the line, as we've discussed many times, the wings get clipped and it's the trauma of those experiences like you were just saying that prevent us from expressing the trueness of who we are like earlier before we started recording this podcast you were singing and you were playing music but there was a time many years ago where you felt that you couldn't do that in your parents house because it would be a problem for your dad and he would only want silence and it would be his way because he's the man. And so it was frowned upon. It was not okay for you to express yourself. 
for a long time, even from the last five, six years that we've been together, you have mentioned several times that you feel that it's not okay to play music, to sing, to dance, to express yourself. And the irony is that there will be times when I will be playing music, and I remember this, and ever since then I just I just stopped. I, I purposely I just stopped. Um because it feels like I don't have permission or I did not have permission at that time with that energy signature that you carried to play my music, to express myself vocally. And I remember the time where, you know, you played uh I was playing music and then you, you went to my room and then you closed the door because it was disturbing you. And then you mentioned a few minutes afterwards, I don't know why I did that. And it was a program. It was a program that you were playing out or replicating from your father. And I'm bringing this up because it is resonant with all these years you were stifling yourself because you felt that that's what you had to do for whatever reason. You felt like you couldn't play music in home. I had a fear. You had a fear. Exactly. You experienced a trauma. You experienced a trauma. You experienced a trauma that for you was sufficient enough to stifle what you really wanted to do and how you wanted to express yourself. It stifled my creative expression and my creative flow and my creative potential. Because of that one person... I had a problem with it. You stifled your creative potential. It's the same for me. It may not just be about that one person. I believe it goes much deeper. For me, for sure. I mean, I've had times where it could be just one person because I'm a highly sensitive person. For example, an uncle uh, that one day saw me drawing and then he laughed he laughed hysterically at my drawing and I was like 10 or 11 years old at the time and I loved to draw like it was for me it was a way of like it's I could get lost in it at the time but ever since that time ever, like literally that one moment that was the defining moment where your I, wings were cut the wings of my drawing expression were cut and I had not drawn from that age until last year, so over like 20 years, I wasn't drawing. Over 21, 22 years. It wasn't until last year where after the the light language healing session with uh, Christina, where one day after a while, like I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna just start. And I just started drawing one thing every single day. And then after a few months towards the end of the year, like I had, I had about a hundred pieces of, of my drawings, my digital drawings, and I remember showing it. I was like, wow, like I drew these things by hand. It wasn't like I wasn't tr I was tracing anything. I drew these things by hand. So it was really rewarding, you know? At this stage, I could not imagine doing it for a living, for a source of income. That would that would not be that would not be for me. But I know that for someone else, someone look at their drawings or their ex creative expression and just like you said thrive on it in a way that is spiritual spiritually rewarding mentally rewarding and also financially rewarding and i think for me still there's there's a way to go as well with 
I don't know if I want to actually embrace that. I don't know if I want to embrace or live that kind of a life where I have to be creative for a living. Me, that feels like it would stifle my creativity because I don't always want to be creative. I don't always, that's another form of doing for me. It's another form of having to do something for an exchange. And that doesn't feel pure to me. But I know that for other people, that is the key to their purpose. That is that is what they go on. And you'll never know, you'll never know the true potential of you if you do not move forward from the trauma, if you keep holding yourself back because of this idea that you're not good enough, because of this idea that it's not okay to play music, because of this idea that it's not okay to dance and express yourself, because of this idea that you know, your drawing sucks. This this is a creative trauma. It's a creative trauma. I believe many of us experience that at one point in our lives, 100%. So it's a feminine energy trauma. It's a wounded trauma. It's the wounded female energy within us, within all of us, men and women, human beings on this planet. It's the feminine creative expression. And this is the era where we are... You know, like we talked about many years since we met, this is an era of empowering the feminine energy. It's not just the, the female body, it's the, the creative, nurturing, nourishing energy and bringing everything into balance. And I'm still processing the trauma that I relived from yesterday's San Pedro ceremony. It was really intense, but that experience showed me like I was telling you yesterday after the ceremony, that experience showed me how vibrational trauma is, right? And if we, you know, we have these physical bodies, and I, I think that a lot of people may never try psychedelics, and they'll never know what it's like to have these outerworldly experiences and tap into altered states of consciousness. So I'm going to do what I can to articulate that the best way that I can. We store these traumas from what I have experienced and, and have learned in over the last years. We store this deep within us. And that prevents us from tapping into higher states of beingness, higher states of creativity. Higher states of expressing and building our purpose. Exactly. So... Think about it like this, like if someone was always telling you, oh, you're going to fail at business, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, and you're this young kid, or you're, you know, or you can't dance, or you can't this, and someone's judging you and criticizing you, and they're not being supportive. Of course, a little child doesn't have the, like, like the armor, I would say, to understand, or the, even the awareness to understand that this person is projecting their own limitations, right? They have their own, that, that, those people have their own traumas and they're projecting that on. And then that little child, they store it energetically. They have no way to express that experience. And some kids, they're told to be quiet. Like for me, I was told a lot to be quiet and I'd be by myself and et cetera, et cetera. But the San Pedro ceremony, really helped me to relive a trauma that has been stuck with me since I was a kid. 
And like, if you think about that deep-rooted experience that I forgot about and I didn't relive until like 25 or re-experience or remember 25 years later, 28 years later, whatever the number is, how many other people are going through that experience? And the energy within them, the emotional experience of that memory, of that experience that they may have had that caused the trauma, that is vibrationally stored in someone. And of course, it makes sense why people are not living up to their full potentials because the energy is not flowing the way that it needs to. It's like there's a pipe that's clogged and they need to flow again. And the best way to flow is to release that energy so that there can be flow. And when there is the flow, like if you think about the feminine energy as the flow, as the yin and yang, right? Like the feminine energy is supposed to represent the yin, the flow of things. In that flow state, can we, I believe, awaken more of our potential to creatively express ourselves? And it was really good to see you dancing and singing and having a good time. It was, I can tell you that it's always been in your head that it was not okay to express yourself here. This is your home too. We live together. We share these, this space together. And the, I think that the best thing that you could do you could have done from the beginning is just express yourself and not feel guilty about it, not be conscious about it because that changes the energy in the space. It's medicine. It is. It's healing. It lights everything up. It is. And it expands me so much and I feel like I'm so in my element. I'm so grounded and rooted in my purpose. Yesterday, when I went into your room, your room felt okay. It felt, you know, how it normally was. But when I left your room after the San Pedro ceremony, it felt vibrationally, like, clean. And then I looked at my room, and it didn't feel so vibrationally clean. And I know that still, there's still some energetic residue to transmute here from your aunt that passed away. And I could have also been picking up on some of those things. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. Sexual trauma is closely related to what we we're speaking about. Because the sexual energy is the creative energy. And look at what happened to your aunt. and How it influenced the course of her life because she was sexually mistreated by her biological father. Yes. When she was a little girl. Yes. And just like... I believe many others, instead of her embracing the feminine energy, she went down a road, a path of embracing the masculine energy, the overachiever energy, and um, the analytical, entertaining the analytical mind and studying and working hard and getting good grades and not really embracing and embodying the feminine creative expression, right? That that could one could say that that was maybe her purpose. Another could say 
Did she live her potential? Did she live her purpose? I'm not so sure. Like if you think about it, you I remember you telling me a time where she came up to you and said, like, you're so brave or I wish I could be more like you. Was there ever a time like that? Yeah, first I felt judged by her, but then years later, she acknowledged me and what I'm doing. It was a few months before she died and I was massaging her feet. And she said that she's so touched by me massaging her feet because she felt seen and she felt respected. And it was in that moment where she told me how she really felt about me. And she said, you know, basically I have been looking up to you. In the moment where I served her and I was on the knees and I looked up to her massaging her feet, she revealed how she truly felt about me. That was a, that was a beautiful moment. That's powerful. You know what makes that very powerful is because, like you said, years ago, she judged you for not living your life the traditional way, the old way, the conventional way, and that you decided to do things your way. And maybe that was something that she wished she could have done, but she never did it because she didn't believe in herself because maybe the trauma or the experience that she had had influenced the course of her life so much that she was afraid to even try. And there's a lot of people like this, that they are afraid to try. They're afraid to even take the first step, maybe because they're afraid of getting judged, criticized, ridiculed, laughed at, or even hurt, hurt, physically hurt, physically hurt, spiritually hurt, emotionally hurt. But there's also the beauty of it. There's also the beauty of it, I think, because if someone can look at these experiences that they have had that have, as you said minutes ago, clipped their wings and they learn how to overcome that situation and still find a way through the experience, no matter how traumatic it may have been, if someone can overcome that, transcend that, heal from that, and do the thing that they really wanted to do, there's gold in that. That they're, they're become, They become like superheroes. They become storytellers, if you think about it. And like I was telling you yesterday, when I think about the LifePurpose.com podcast, when I think about LifePurpose.com, this is what we're doing. We're telling a story for a lot of people, especially the next generation. We're telling a story about doing what's, what you know you came here to do, living your purpose. Living in your bliss. Living your purpose. This is all I will call it. I'm not going to say following your heart. I'm not going to say doing what you think is the right thing. Just living your purpose. Whatever it is that God put you here to do, doing that honestly and authentically there's a lot of gold in that think about how that inspires someone else and if you think about getting back to this on page or in the experience with my experience with how vibrational our world is even our bodies like how much vibration is coursing through us at any moment what does this do if a certain percentage of the world's population is in a high state of consciousness. 
if all the traumas are released, if it's all been transmuted, if people are living their truth, living their purpose, experiencing life from a place where they're giving their gift to the world, they're making their contribution as honestly and authentically as they can, what kind of ripple effect does that have on the world around us? How does that influence pop culture? How does that influence the mainstream of thought and consciousness? I would speculate and say that it would have a resounding effect. It would have such a huge effect on this planet that that might even permeate into the universe. What you do for yourself, you do for others. Addressing the traumas that you've experienced and healing that also helps someone else heal. And part of healing your creative trauma is by you doing again that which you feared to do. Like with you, with you, for example, you had you had made all these drawings as a kid and then your uncle, he frightened you and he ridiculed you for your drawings and that prevented you, that locked you and stopped you for 20 years to make a single drawing. But then how were you able to heal that? Part of it was giving yourself another chance and to just say, you know, F it. I'm just gonna sit down right now and I'm gonna draw. And you got, you got over yourself and you just did it anyway. And that one step 20 years later, just taking out a pen and paper, that was you going through that blockage. And it may have felt uncomfortable to make the first drawing after 20 years, but in that, you, he you healed that. And then you did it the next day again, and you did it again. And it felt easier and easier to you, right? And that's how you reclaimed and you regained your creative flow and your creative talents, I would say. I would say so too, to an extent. I really, when I was a kid, I can remember that I did enjoy drawing, but it was also a blessing that it never did work out for me to be an artist in that sense, because as I drew every single day, and it would take me an hour, two hours, whatever, every day as an atomic habit, it became very draining for me. I don't, so I, therefore I wouldn't know if like I could say that that's my purpose, which is good because I was able to, re to recover from that experience, move forward with my life energetically, do drawing to then discover, wow, it's actually a blessing that this didn't happen because I would be so drained if I had to do this every single day for the rest of my life. I do believe that there is something out there for everyone where they could do that specific thing every single day, whether it's someone's purpose to be a gardener, someone's purpose to be a chef, someone's purpose to be a Reiki healer, someone's purpose to be a musician, a dancer, a yoga instructor, a business owner, a 
an astronaut, a linguist, an engineer, or whatever the job is, a creative a creative genius. Let's just say a creative genius. There's so many creative geniuses. I think there is something out there for everyone where they could do it on a consistent basis and really absolutely just fall in love with it. But that takes a great amount of discovery. Like I know that we're doing the podcast and like I said, I could have cacao pretty much every day, I think, and do these podcasts. It's very simple. And I can accept that this is part of my outer purpose. But afterwards, I would I absolutely hate the next part of it, the next stage of the journey for podcast production, which is, you know, having to edit, having to hear this whole entire thing over again after we've recorded it and then cut it and then produce it and then send it over, upload it, tag it, SEO, all the things necessary to get the message out about the podcast. You know, those are some of the things that makes it difficult, right? But there's always that one thing that someone can do that is like an absolute joy for them. And from what I have experienced, it really comes down to vibrational alignment. A lot of people use this term, but don't really explain what this is. And I would say that from my understanding, that alignment is... It's equivalent to being a sports athlete in the zone. It's just the state of consciousness. It's the state of being where you can forget about a lot of things and be incredibly focused on the present moment and absolutely enjoy what you do. And you feel maybe at peace. You feel joy. You feel something that is not discordant. And I think that's when when you can be vibrationally aligned after you've healed the trauma and be vibrationally aligned to a specific purpose, I think there's a lot of magic in that. And like I said, that may have a resounding impact on the world. It makes the world a little bit brighter, a little bit more joyful to live in. You know, if you think about the goddess Lakshmi and then you think about Ganesha, Ganesha's purpose is to remove obstacles. Lakshmi's purpose is that She's the bringer of wealth, supposedly, and fertility, or abundance. They have two separate purposes. Had, had Shiva, as I understand from the story, Shiva is the, basically like the father to Ganesha. And that when Shiva was gone, I think Shakti wanted a son, but she manifested Ganesha. I think this is the story. And Ganesha, Ganesha as this little boy, um, was either killed or badly hurt by Shiva. I can't remember what the exact details were. But Shiva went away. He was on like a trip. He came back. He saw this little boy. And then he hurt him or killed him. And I think he was a killed him or something like that. They resurrected Ganesha, but they had to put a mask on him. I forget what the exact details were. But Ganesha then wore the mask, the elephant mask. And, you know, would Ganesha have been Ganesha, the remover of obstacles, had he not experienced that trauma from Shiva? I don't know. But that's also the greatness. That was the greatness that came out of Ganesha because of what Shiva did. That was the greatness of, that may have even been the the greatest thing that your 
father did to you or you experienced with your father is that that trauma helps you helps you go down a path that you could not even comprehend. And I believe that, you know, when I think about you, Hema, you're so you're so gifted in many ways, but you're especially gifted when it comes to talking about um emotional traumas and you know so much at this stage now and you resonate deeply with wanting to live your purpose and living your purpose just in general and again the stars had to align in such a way that we have this website lifepurpose.com and the lifepurpose.com podcast and etc etc but if you think about this how great was it that your father gifted you this trauma so that you could alchemize it which you already have and you are now helping a generation of kids and you're helping the millennial generation generation x generation y all humans on this planet whoever listens to this to overcome their fears to overcome their traumas to overcome their experiences to listen to your voice to find comfort in what you're saying and to raise everyone up. You know, you believe in yourself so much, you have so much faith in yourself, and you can give that now with your energy signature, with your words, with your soul, with your love to the people, and they will feel that, and that will that will impact them. As I told you yesterday, when I met you, I, I would definitely would not have made it this far without Without like what the greatest thing that I could have learned from you was belief and faith. You have so much belief, not just in yourself, but in life and God and the universe. You have so much belief and faith. I've never met anyone that had that much belief and faith, but yet you do. And you can give that now to someone else. You can give that to a little girl in India. You can give that to a little boy out in Kansas, you know. You can give this to someone in South America, someone in Africa, so anywhere in the world. That's powerful. That is so powerful. That's so amazing. All because you have this trauma. All because you have this experience. And now you get to talk about it and express it. Wow. We all came here with a gift, with a spark, with a creative spark. And it's so important that it does get nourished and supported and nourished from day one. That would be the ideal so that it can grow and blossom and be in its fullest potential. And by the time you, you grow up and you evolve, you can use that divine spark to a great capacity. And it is so important for the next generation and for the children growing up now that their gifts and their creative divine sparks are being recognized and are being supported as much as possible. You don't want to die and leave this planet with your music still playing inside of you and never being able to be heard by others. I want you to Think about something that you enjoyed doing when you were a kid, when you were young, something creative and 
something that you enjoyed doing so much, but at one point along your life you stopped doing it and you started to hide it and perhaps you started to feel some form of shame or guilt or fear around it and remember what that thing was that you enjoyed doing. Maybe it was painting, drawing, singing, dancing, playing, poetry. Remember what that was and give yourself the permission and have the courage to do that again now. Make the first step and reclaim that creative expression of yours. And just like Gabriel, after 20 years, he started drawing again and he just started with one drawing and that led to the second drawing, to the third drawing, until he reclaimed his creative spark. And I invite you to do the same and to reclaim your own creative spark because your creative spark is closely connected to your purpose and your true gifts and your superpowers. And see how it feels like when you start doing that again and when you bring that creativity back. See what it does to your mood and to your energy and how it lifts you higher and perhaps you make that a habit to continue doing that on, on a consistent basis and to do more of that so that you can be in touch and in, in a deeper connection with your own creativity. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.